Hey guys, welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery. Don here. Um, I, I want to uh, talk a little bit about uh, a, a book that I'm reading. It's called The Checklist Manifesto. Uh, it's actually from a, a surgeon uh, from Boston, and he does also um, work uh, with like public health. And for, for all of us that are in the hospital, you know, we have that pre, pre, pre-incision uh, timeout uh, and then uh, the, the timeout prior to the actual uh, pre-anesthetic and then the pre-surgical timeout. I think he is one that's kind of involved with doing that. All these kind of like steps that you have to do, make sure they get the antibiotics before, make sure you have blood, make sure we got the right side, all that. That's kind of him. But what I what I found was interesting is the the importance and the elegance of having simple checklists that can really help you make sure you're doing what is right. It's not taking over uh, how you treat, but it's really just helping you to remember the the key aspects. and And I found this really really helpful. Uh, so within uh, podiatry practice mastery, basically the first portion is what I call patient presentations. And if you Google patient presentations, all you're going to really find is how students learn to present their patients to doctors. But that's not the idea. The idea of patient presentations, uh, they are uh, a, a PowerPoint with some slides. But the main part of it, in my opinion, <clears throat> is this thing that that's the checklist. So every diagnosis, I have a checklist. And it's not so important the first visit it's more important like the fifth or the sixth visit if the patient isn't getting better you can go to this checklist and it's more objective and it's gonna you know see have you tried these other types of things and I I think the checklist really makes my life a lot easier uh, when I'm seeing this because it makes it more once again objective uh, versus subjective and a lot of times you're racking your brain and as we talk about in podiatry we get stuck in the nail groove just kind of thinking about the same thing over and over and over again but then if I let's say I, I learn something when I'm treating someone for plantar fasciitis, something else that works. I can add that very easily to the checklist. So, for example, I don't do much uh, diflucan for nail nail fungus. I do mostly terbenafin. And I was uh, interviewing a doctor recently, and he's like, you know, I, I pretty much primarily do diflucan. And I, and I was interested. And so as I, as I kind of look and learn from other people, I kind of change my, my protocols slightly uh, to consider that, and the way I consider that to help remember, remind me, would be that checklist uh, when I talk about nail fungus. Another thing that I do within my pre-surgical discussion—that's the—that was the first checklist I ever did. It's a pre-surgical discussion about uh, common risks for surgery. Within there, I have a little box that said uh, check the prescription monitoring program, and that just reminds me. So I'll go to my medical record and click that little box and, and see if they've had any narcotics before. But I, I found that the checklist is basically a, a lifesaver. And I, I think there's other ways of doing it. What I'm, what I'm considering now is, is that there might be a way of doing a checklist for like a monthly checklist for the practice. And I haven't uh, really figured it out yet how I'm going to do it. But my thoughts are you could do your own checklist to evaluate how you're doing. So, for example, uh, number number of orthotics, your per visit value, how much you brought in that month, uh, things like that. This could all be very easily put into a checklist. And for me, what I find when doing checklists or when I do anything, I find it, it has to be accessible and it has to be easy. Uh, if, if it's not, I, I don't do it. And, and I have to have like a reminder system. So the way I, I re- remember most things, like currently what I'm doing is not really a checklist, but I have my, my journal, my agenda, 
It's basically just a, a blank place where I write down my ideas. On the back page, I have January to December where I can put in like my my per visit value, how much I earned that month, how many I did, how many orthotics I did. And my and my thought is, could I make that into a little bit more of a, a checklist? And I like the idea of using slides, Google Slides, uh, because basically you could have one slide for each month. You could put in those numbers, but then as well you could add in a little extra stuff. You could say like, okay, what worked, what didn't work, what could I do different, um, what marketing things did I try, uh, what, what were the thoughts on those things. So kind of having it something structured. I've tried um, like putting it like a Google Doc. What I don't like about that is that it just kind of adds always to the bottom and I've tried um, OneNote and, and things like that. So I kind of like using Google Slides. And I had a neat experience recently. I was um, <clears throat> doing my onboarding for something called Keep. So the whole, the whole issue with, with the, this thing called Keep, basically it's a, it's a e, like an e-newsletter, kind of like MailChimp, but on steroids. It used to be called Infusionsoft. And what I really liked about her onboarding process is she was going through some slides with me. And we all know like slides suck. No one likes to watch slides when, when you're doing a Zoom. But what was really cool is like this one-on-one thing. And as I was talking, she was modifying the slides. So it was all about me. She asked like, what are your goals? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to use this, this email marketing for? Uh, what are your struggles? And so as I'm doing that, she's typing this in. And then she gave me access to those slides. So I, I thought that was something cool. I and I don't even know if this would be possible within these patient presentations. But my my thought would be, um, as we're presenting these presentations to patients, you know, potentially you could say, you know, what do you what are you kind of dealing with, and have some check boxes there. What are you feeling? Um, kind of in, within there, you could even have the types of exercises, the foam rolling. You could have other things, and you would have a checklist on what you're going to start trying, and somehow getting that to the patient. I haven't figured out a good way of doing that yet, but every every time they come in, they could have a, a uh, that an altering of that that specific slide deck for them. But anyway, those are just some of the ideas. Love to know your thoughts. Uh, please join Podiatry Practice Mastery, uh, or you know, because on there you're going to get all those patient presentations. Okay, guys, have a great day.